Madame et Monsieur, écoutez bien. Welcome to Fashion Mode with Charles McDonald, brought to you in association with Force Magazine on World Radio Paris. Bonjour and welcome to Fashion Mode. This is a primetime fashion show for World Radio Paris brought to you in association with Force Magazine. I'm Charles Daniel MacDonald and I'll be hosting the show exclusively for World Radio Paris. In today's show, I take a look at our French fashion features that are currently circulating the city. From Slemane's musical influence on fashion to Dior's buoyant ballet lessons and Instagram savvy Vetements provocative new campaign. Hedis Lehmann says Celine's catwalk shows are defined by new music talent as much as the clothes themselves. It's purely an intuition, I guess, replied Lehmann when asked what drew him to a piece of music. I just immediately recognise that the sound reflects the character I want to depict in a show and that could give a rhythm for a specific allure and walk for the models. If you know anything about Celine's artistic, creative and image director, you'll know his lean tailoring, his ability to cause a ruckus with minor typography changes, for example removing the eaves from Saint Laurent's ready-to-wear branding, and dropping the accent on the E from the former Celine logo to better resemble the original 1960s design. Then, of course, there's always his rock music reveries. Music is the cornerstone of Slimane's aesthetic, and his collections are a dedication to the sorts of musicians he admires. Pseudo-stage wardrobes set to the soundtrack of distorted guitars and gravelly vocals. Without getting the music right, I cannot style the show, which can be very frustrating, explained the designer and photographer. The soundtrack and cast are what you define the styling, the degree of the credibility and the authenticity. It's what you hear, what you see, and all are part of one thing, as the fashion world as a whole. In a way, I almost illustrate the sound, just like in a film or a music video, he continued. Sometimes it's really hard, and I only get the right track a week before the show, and the entire direction of the show will shift accordingly. Throughout the many stages of Slimane's career, Music has been a constant, from his youth frequenting Paris nightlife institutions such as Les Palais, Les Bains Douches, to his days as creative director of Dior Home, back in 2000 to 2007. This gave him the opportunity to dress rock legends such as David Bowie, Mick Jagger and Keith Richards. In 2005, Sliman published a book of photographs of Pete Doherty and the British music scene, entitled London, The Birth of a Cult. And during his tenure at Saint Laurent, 2012 to 2016, he launched Music Project, a campaign starring music icons, including Johnny Mitchell, Marilyn Manson and Courtney Luft, all photographed by Sliman himself. Since his 2018 appointment at Céline, however, Slaman has chosen to spotlight French underground music. And for his final show for the house, he collaborated with Marwan Magel 
and Sasha of La Femme on a 20-minute composition featuring vocals by model Grace Hartzell. Then for Autumn Winter 2020, Slaman scrapped his intended soundtrack just two weeks before the show in favour of the breakout single from Amel Rosio, better known by her stage name, Sophia Bolt. After one of his team attended an informal garage gig, she organised in her adopted hometown of Los Angeles. Bolt took out Iggy Pop as a fan and whose single All She Wants will be released earlier this month, says she has never met nor worked with someone as serious and meticulous as Sliman. I got frustrated many times in the process, like who cares that 15 minutes in there is a little bit of reverberation on the guitar. He would hear things I wouldn't even hear myself. But of course, when I saw the show, it all came together. It was so cool because no one knows who I am and I was sitting in the second row, across from Carla Bruni, Isabel Hubert and Jane Birkin, who was bobbing her head and I was half crying, half laughing. It was a complete trip. For Paris-based Oracle Sisters, whose song I Knew was used for an online Celine campaign, working with Slaman has led to a multitude of opportunities. When the designer came across the band at a gig in a Paris venue, Le Pop du Label, lead singer and guitarist Louis Lazar admits to having been a little sceptical at first, thinking it to be a case of a brand using bands to seem relevant, and this was most certainly not the case. But they've been incredibly generous and consistent with using songs, inviting us to things and lending us clothes. It was through them we have a W Magazine feature with the photographer Tim Walker coming out, explained Lazar. It's cool and relevant in the modern world, where there's less of an obvious structure for progression for the musicians and for bands to support up-and-coming artists and for the whole thing to seem genuine. Nathan Roche, the Marseille-based frontman of Villejuif Underground, a star of Celine's ongoing campaign Portrait of a Performer, was a serious stop by Sliman. He concurred, in the music industry, it's very rare to get opportunities like the one I did, that we did. There is this stigma around musicians selling out. However, in the face of things, we are still a small band, and Hedy Sliman benefits nothing from us. As far as I know, he asked because he's a music geek just like us, and that's exactly what the world needs, more geeks. So why is scouting and supporting musicians such an intrinsic part of Sliman's work? Well, this is the whole point for me, to use my position to promote and to give a visible stage to alternative music, artists or talents. This is something I've been showcasing and pioneering for over 20 years. Today, mainstream culture, promoted by social media algorithms that favour numbers, leaves no chance for alternative voices. Sadly, the press does not make the effort to validate anything obscure, and if I can do that through fashion or photography, then I am happy to commit and help the industry as much as I can.
Once again, Vetemons launches a provocative new Instagram account. As we settle back into indoor life, we're leaving our clothing behind. Pants are optional for Zoom meetings and bras are optional always. As for shoes, who needs them? This current state of undress goes hand in hand with the rise of at-home sex work and the uptick in porn viewing. And we're totally nude and totally alone. You can bet Vetemons has prepared for this in a new way of life. Led by Gorum, the bland has always acted as some sort of a funhouse mirror held up to our world, using celebrity doppelgangers and its runways to turn garments as basic as socks into evocative political statements. Its new and very well-timed project is an almost X-rated Instagram called Vetemons underscore uncensored. The account is set to private and began accepting requests last week. Those first followers saw an empty Instagram feed and the bio, what you're about to witness will disturb you. It may even shock you. There is a dark side of humanity and the censors won't let you see this, but we will. That slogan was printed on the opening look of the brand's autumn-winter 2019 collection, but that has begun to populate Vetemon's new feed and it's mostly about the current season products. Much like the brand's main account, Vetemon underscore official, this one seems to be reposting user submissions. And the difference is the users featured in these are all partially nude. The first image is of a woman, naked save for a Vetemon's bomber. And the next features no garments, just a topless woman in a balaclava. So far, those are the only two posts, though the account has been approved and almost 60,000 followers have been achieved within a couple of days. Vetemons is still about to make an official contact, so why few pictures? Why only semi-nudes? Can we expect live content, stories and shopping? Whatever answers they have, Vetemons Uncensored has already been tagged in thousands of images with people wearing Vetemons products. Some more, some less. Whatever your thoughts on the latest campaign are, I'd certainly call that a success. Maison Dior shares free online ballet lessons to get us pirouetting through lockdown. Dior has posted virtual dance tutorials to Awaken Senses Lulled by Lockdown. The mesmerising ballet lessons and movement workshops are led by principal dancers and choreographers from Paris Opera Ballet and Teatro dell'Opera di Roma. Take advantage of this opportunity to learn how to feel and respond to the music, how to improvise and to perfect some key positions, urges the French house, which has deep roots in the performative art forms. Monsieur Dior treasured the hypnotic discipline and, in addition to finding inspiration for Dior designs within dance, costumed the Roanne Petit Ballet Très Dances during his lifetime. The current creative director, Maria Grazia Churi, has continued this special relationship and last year designed the utopian costumes for the Nuit Blanche Ballet at Rome's Opera House. The poetic production went on tour in the Spring-Summer 2020 show in Shanghai. 
Dio's three new online masterclasses are divided into two parts, starting with the warm-up that corresponds to what we call the bar for classical ballet dance. Explain professional dancer and friend of the house, Sebastien Berto. Then, a second section of guided improvisation, meaning we'll give you a few suggestions to really make the most of this time. Bertrand assures tentative movers that the foundation-level postures can be finessed by holding onto a chair or a table in lieu of a classic dance studio equipment. As for ponte pumps and tutus to pile and pirouetting, well, leggings and socks will have to suffice. These intimate lessons are not the only virtual gesture Dior has made to connect with its consumers during the current COVID-19 pandemic. The house uploaded a video of its magnificent Christian Dior, designer of Dreams exhibition, to YouTube, so that viewers can immerse themselves in the brand's history from the comfort of their own home. Fashion is not an image, it's an experience, Churi told British Vogue during a preview of the Viennese version of the landmark Musée des Lazares Décoratives exhibition. We're all different, we all have different styles, but Dior is a place where even today, women can find where they truly want to be. Inside the definitive new book on Yves Saint Laurent. His brand new tome, The Impossible Collection, explores the couturier's 40 year over to over 100 seminal pieces, from the mundane dress to Lee Smoking Tuxedo. The latest addition to publishing houses Asolim's Impossible Collection sees a series of books on design, culture, and luxury, whereby each volume is entirely handcrafted and comes with its own display box and curatorial pair of white gloves. This is a tome celebrating the legacy of the French-Algerian couturier, Yves Saleron. Titled Yves Saleron The Impossible Collection, it follows the release, late last year, of Asoline Chanel, The Impossible Collection, which charted 100-plus of Coco Chanel's most enduring designs written by another magazine's fashion features editor, the claimed Alexander Fury. Chanel offered women freedom, and Yves Saint Laurent gave them power. Pierre Berger, Saint Laurent's longtime partner in life and business, is quoted as saying in the book's introduction by the author Laurence Benem. The journalist and writer has previously published several other books on Saint Laurent, as well as on Christian Dior where the couturier worked prior to beginning set-up of his eponymous house. Charting the 100 pieces which define Saint Laurent's career, Benem pays testament to the couturier with the freedom to stand up for one's beliefs, to show one's true self by defying taboos, living brilliantly, passionately and breaking all the rules. 
It also celebrates the liberation and power of his collections, particularly those pieces which revolutionised the way women dressed, like the pinstripe suit, the Saharian Sahari jacket, and most famously, the smoking tuxedo, once the reserve of only men, which continue to hang in wardrobes even to this day. To serve women's bodies, their gestures, their attitudes and their lives, I wanted to be a part of the women's liberation movement of the past century, he said towards the end of his career in 2002. Other pieces in the unique volume, which spanned the first collection in January 1962, following his departure from Dior to his final couture presentation back in 2002. You can expect to see referenced the Mondrian shift dress, perhaps the first fashion art crossover in the world. There's also costumes from Belle du Jour, in which he dressed his lifelong muse, the actress Catherine Deneuve. The Bali Rouches collection, his coupe de crayon gown, as well as an exploration of the designer's use of dual tones, velvet, lace and leather print. Saint was the first designer to express his affection for women, not as a father, but like a lover to whom they could give themselves completely, writes Benem. It seems impossible to imagine a world without Saint Laurent, without his signature vocabulary, his liberated classic styles, and their effortless fluidity of movement. Yves Saint Laurent, The Impossible Collection, published by Assouline, is out now. And finally, more designers sign letters demanding change to the existing fashion calendar. The COVID-19 pandemic has hit the fashion industry hard. However, in amongst of all of the uncertainty, there is a movement to effect positive change on the industry's future. With stores shuttered and fashion weeks cancelling and going digital, this time of quarantine has given designers a chance to reflect on the traditional fashion calendar and a cohort of some of Canada and the world's top brands has decided that things need to change and change immediately. In an open letter to the fashion industry, a group of designers and brand executives from the likes of Erdem, Burberry, Carolina Herrera and Altruzara have proposed a new schedule which is not only kinder to the environment but also allows brands to more accurately cater to their customers' lifestyles. The letter begins by saying, We agreed that the current environment, although challenging, presents an opportunity for a fundamental and welcome change that will simplify our businesses, making them more environmentally and socially sustainable. This will ultimately align them and put them closer with the customers' needs within the 21st century. It continues, we hope to achieve this by adjusting the seasonality and flow of both women's wear and men's wear goods, starting with the autumn-winter 2020 season. The letter then outlines three ways in which they would like to see the schedule and order of business changing. Put the autumn-winter season back in winter, August-January, and spring-summer season back in summer, February-July. Therefore, creating a more balanced flow of deliveries throughout the season to provide newness and also to allow times for products to create desire and discount at the end of the season in order to allow for more full price selling. 
January for autumn winter and July for spring summer. The brands have also outlined five ways in which to increase sustainability throughout supply chain and sales calendars, including less unnecessary product, less waste in fabrics and inventory, less travel, make use of digital showrooms in addition to personal creative interactions, and review and adapt fashion shows. The letter finishes by saying, Working together, we hope these steps will allow our industry to become more responsible for our impact on our customers, on the planet, and on the fashion community, and bring back the magic and creativity that has made fashion such an important part of our world. I hope you can join me for the next Fashion Mode show, where I'll be taking a look at some more of the emerging fashion news that's hitting the city across summer. With more details and features to follow, you can catch up with all the fashion news on forcmagazine.com and at FORC Magazine on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can also keep up to date with the latest shows directly from Mixcloud, Podbean and our official profiles on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play and Deezer under FORC Magazine. Until the next time, keep your fashion mode on.